the 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 point I the point I would make, um, you know, the that that's that's different from what you would know from actually paying much closer attention to the to the team and uh, and how he's playing in specific games. Hello and welcome back to the Peter Modric Packers podcast. This is episode four. I will explain later why a title change. Anyways, I have a special guest today here. He is blood related to me. He's my oldest sibling. He, my brother, Stefan Modric. Well, thank you so much, Peter. It's really a pleasure to be in studio with you today. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, I'm finally it's finally good to have him on because um, one of my favorite things about him is he has a good insight on sports that sometimes I don't have. All right, anyways, uh, the reason it's called what a performance is because I was like, I was kind of like, this was another game like how like last week where the Packers did so and so in the first half. But then, like, they did really well last week against the Buccaneers in the first half, but then they fell apart, and it was defensive. But then you had, just overall summarizing, the when the Patriots were playing the Packers yesterday, it was literally back and forth. It was just defensive, offensive on both sides. So one of my favorite things was that Romeo Dobbs is probably going to be like a wide receiver too. Would you agree? Um, yeah. Well, I could definitely see that. I, I think um, the 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 point I the point I would make, um, you know, the that that's that's different from what you would know from actually paying much closer attention to the to the team and uh, and how he's playing in specific games is uh i would i would say that just to kind of back up and talk about uh the packers uh, overall draft strategy which they've been criticized for over um the last several years you know there's, there's a, a lot of uh media criticism about you know you know why aaron Rodgers is supposedly frustrated because they don't draft a, a first round uh, a, re- a receiver in the first round um and yet um, as they showed with Devonte Adams, as they sh- have shown with in the past, um, with uh, players like Donald Driver and, and uh, you know Greg Jennings, all, like the, the you can Randall, go Randall um, Cobb, yeah, you, 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 Nelson. you can go on and on and on with with all those those diamonds in the rough that they found. And so my my point just to just to finish here is that that uh, Dobbs is clearly um, sort of following in that in that uh, path, and I would say that you know there's no need to to, to uh, I, I wouldn't want to put that burden of you know a lot of people are comparing him to Devonte Adams I don't see I don't think that's necessary it's way too early uh yeah but uh so I, I would just say it's he's he's way ahead of schedule he's doing great and uh, um you know uh, obviously he you can't depend on him alone uh to uh build up you know to, to uh carry the offense but that's why you have uh two all all pro running backs um, and so I think they have a pretty good offensive balance going there. Oh, definitely for sure. Um, cause Christian Watson was their 
they drafted three different rece- wide receivers. Christian Watson is was da- drafted in the second round, so they have high hopes for him. He scored his first touchdown, but is a rushing one on a jet sweep. So I, th- I think there's high hopes um, for him. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. They kind of got like a two-on-one package deal, but at the moment, like, Going back to Romeo Dobbs, I I think Christian Watson, obviously, he needs more improvement. But at the moment, I think until we'll see if Sammy Watkins, if he returns, because obviously he's most known for injury-prone, I think their top three wide receivers would be um, Cobb, Lazard, and Dobbs, or Dubs, or however you want to pronounce it. But I'm really excited to see what the f- how the future goes but anyways i was say- i was i was talking to my brother before uh we just started the podcast um within the last two games so game 3 and 4 games 3 and 4 romeo dobbs had his um combined 120 yards t- two touchdowns back to back and 13 receptions the one game where he scored the fir- a, a first touchdown Eight targets for eight receptions, which was pretty good. So now what I thought was pretty cool with this specific game was um, Adam Lazard had 116 yards, six receptions, and eight targets. So that puts him at, that pu- puts him at for my fantasy league, even though I p- put him on the bench, 17 points. And then Romeo Dubs had 47 yards and five receptions. And 13 points, which was which I thought was pretty cool. So that's something, 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 you know. So what? Since the defense has in the secondary for the Packers has gone a little haywire within the last two weeks. What's your opinion on? Uh, What's happened so far with their with their their two corners? Um, well, I I don't I don't I don't know if I if I would say that I I, I think uh, as they showed last week, um, you know, on the road to only give up twelve points to the Buccaneers, um, is, is pretty impressive. Um, I, like, you know, and how many and how many Mahomes just just dropped uh forty one points on them. And so, um, on, 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 on the Buccaneers defense, um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, um, uh, you know, the, the, the Packers defense is, is in much better shape than it has been in, in previous years. And it's still not quite to the level of that Charles Woodson, uh, kind of golden era with, with Sam Shields and Nick Collins and, and, uh, the, the the players that I grew up watching, um, but you know obviously Jair Alexander was out, and um, I haven't watched enough to really see how well their their corners are doing. So I would like to hear your opinion on that. But uh, I I don't I'm way too um, too uh, optimistic to and and bullish on uh, the uh, the way that they're playing so far. Uh, it's, so I'm not concerned. I think I think they they've got plenty of time uh, to uh, now obviously. You never want to do 
um, to, to you know to get to give up that many uh, points to a backup third string quarterback. Um, but you know when you're going up against Bill Belichick, you know things like that are going to happen. So I'm not I'm not sweating it. No, I I I can I completely agree. But you know at the same at the same time, it has to do with. just they had two like Nixon has has some good experience and he he's pretty he's pretty decent he made some big plays uh against the Buccaneers and uh it was a there was another guy that came in for Adrian Amos when he got his concussion head, head injury is the game against the pack uh against the Patriots but he still did pretty decent uh which is sad though he's um uh I, I i searched up and i couldn't find much else on an injury update for him but he seems to be at the moment i i think it shouldn't be that bad as as much as um alexander's is but we'll see where that head is headed because they still have Russell Douglas, Eric Stokes, and Darnell Savage. So those 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 three are still really good players. And some of the backups aren't have proven themselves. So, and then besides the secondary, you look at the rest of the defense. You have Devondre Campbell. You have Kenny Clark. Well, they cut Ty Summers. I understand that, even though Ty Summers was decent. They have Reed. They have Walker. They have... Uh, what's the other guy? They're, they're both from the same... They're both from Georgia. It was Quay Walker and... Yeah, it was Reed, right? Oh, no, Wyatt. Wyatt is uh, number, number 90. Uh... Yeah, it's definitely something. Preston Smith and Rashad Gary are a great duo. So, like I said, the pack the the Packers have a great number of duos and trios so far. And at the moment, Aaron Aaron Jones is being a within last season. He wasn't as explosive within the first four weeks when the 2021-22 season. This season, 22-23, he's a little bit more explosive. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I definitely see... I see A.J. Dillon, he won't have his money as much rushing yards but I see see something where eventually depending on like people were saying before like AJ Dillon would be used in a wide receiver basis depending on what happens with or with the two rookies you know well, if you look at the way that Tampa is using Leonard Fournette, uh, last night Fournette 
had negative rushing yards and he had, I think, 30 plus receiving yards. So, uh, you know, I, I think I think AJ Dillon is, is a pretty good comparison to a guy like Fournette in terms of the, how how big they are. Um, and so I could see I could see him being an effective sort of screen catcher. Um, you know, kind of I mean because he's a monster, he can he can shed uh, tackles pretty easily. And uh, so I, I could see him, you know, settling into that. But also, you know, Aaron Jones is a little more shifty and quick. And uh, so I think they both have different uses for, like, being used in, like, the, the quick pass sort of screen game. I, I will tell you one thing I did not like about the game plan from yesterday. And that was, and, and, and this is something that kind of carried over from last week, is I, I, felt, I felt the play calling was way too conservative. Um I, I did not like that Aaron Rodgers only threw the ball five times in the, in the first half. Uh, you know, he, he definitely could have tested uh, New England's secondary a little bit more, made them earn it. Instead, you know, um, in, instead he, he, he allowed Belichick to sort of just stack the box a little bit, and, and, and uh, they, they pretty much knew that the run game was coming. So I would, I would definitely, you know, and, and sure you can say that it's because he doesn't trust those receivers yet. But this is the time that they're going to – they have a pretty easy schedule. Um, and I think this is the time for them to – even if they make some mistakes, they're still good enough to, to win, as they showed yesterday, even though it was a close game. So I would say, you know, let those guys get as many reps as they can. I thought as the, the Watson uh, touchdown was a, was a good example of, like, you know uh, – ways to kind of experiment with those receivers in, in the running game, kind of like a Debo Samuel uh, mode. And uh, so, so yeah, I don't, I'm definitely not scared by, by Minnesota, you know, based on the way they've, they've been playing. They don't, they, they look really weak to me. Um, and uh, the, you know, the, the lions and the bears are not doing anything to uh, convince me that this division is up for grabs either. And so I, I think that they can definitely, um, so they can definitely sort of methodically get through it, and uh, they don't have to worry about having the best record in the league. Uh, I think, I think even if they, um, even if they only win 10, 11 games, um, I think, and, and then that way they're not the top seed. I think that would actually be better for them in the playoffs. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because didn't weren't. In 2010, when they won the Super Bowl, weren't weren't they like? They were like really. They're like. They went. They went 11 and five, or uh, or 10 and six, something like that. Yeah, and then the next, then it, was it like 2011? The next season, they went like, like 14 and 14 and 0, something like that. But anyways, besides that, to what you said earlier about their easy schedule, yeah, I completely agree for game five, six, and seven. They have the Giants in London. Then week six, they have the Jets. Week seven, they have the Commanders. But then from there on out, well, they have to face the Bills. And if Monra St. Brown comes back with the line, then that will be pretty, that'll be toughish. Toughish, easyish, so 50-50, you know? 
But if DeAndre Swift is in instead of Jamal Williams, easy. Because in my opinion, Jamal Williams is better than Swift. I like Jamal Williams better than DeAndre Swift. So I do think, and Hawkinson is a tough guy to cover, let me be honest. And then from there on out, they have to face the Cowboys. But the Cowboys, this year, they're not as, they have C.B. Lamb, and then they have the Titans to face, the Eagles, and then the Bears again, Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. So it's like a up and down, you know, really like the Vikings at the moment are I'd I'd say at the moment the 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 Vikings and the Packers are equal in good and badness, you know. I'd say the worst team in the NFC North right now is the Bears. The Lions are actually better. Would because I think they've always had a better defensive line. You know what I mean? But they're. But the, the weak part, part for the Bears, Bears and the Lions is both their offensive line, line but then, but they've, then they've, they've, they've decent weapons. weapons. Only good offensive weapons for the Bears, Bears are really um, Khalil, Khalil Herbert, Herbert Darnell, Darnell Mooney, and uh, uh, Montgomery. So, so that's really it really for them. But other than that, I'm... It is what it is. Well, the Bears just have they have a really weak offensive line and so do the Lions. I mean, like that's they, they neither of them can protect their quarterbacks and neither neither of their quarterbacks are particularly good. But even 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 though Fields I think has much more upside than Goff. Um you know, there there's um yeah, they don't have the protection and they don't really have the the weapons around them to um but that's where I think you know I don't think that that the Packers' weapons are necessarily all that much better than than the other teams in the division. But they don't have Aaron Rodgers, so I think that's that's still good enough. I think right now we've uh, covered plenty enough within the last two weeks of the games. Right now we're gonna take a quick short break after this ad, and we'll be back to talk about. The next game, Giants versus Packers in London. All right, and welcome back from that break. Thank you for um, hanging in for that uh ad anyways so their next game like uh you heard earlier in the first half of the podcast which i could say which i could narrow it down to first quarter and second quarter i'll eventually get to that point um so this is a third quarter right now so they are going to be facing the giants in london do we know their record I have the stats for them.
Oh, they're so they're third in the NFC East. I can't. I don't see the record right now. Oh, oh, it says they're. Oh, that was a preseason. says right now that I don't see the record but it happened to be they beat the Bears last time because the Bears were fell apart terribly I tried to have a, a lateral but it's just because they have a terrible quarterback that they don't let him throw the ball on so he needs to develop anyways so let's talk about the Giants here and see what the Packers are up against because the Bears actually made Daniel Jones look good. Even though it's like Daniel Jones before he had two rushing touchdowns. It's actually, you think he wouldn't be that good. But Saquon Barkley actually had a pretty good game. In, uh, in fantasy football, he's ranked uh, position one. Average points are 21.5. He's rostered 99.8. He had a he had 31 attempts, 146 yards, but zero touchdowns for rushing. For receiving, two receptions, two targets, 16 yards, 18 points. So he had a decent game. He's he's uh, he's been decent through the season so far. Next to that, Daniel Jones had 21 points, and he threw zero touchdowns actually. 71 yards, but he had two rushing touchdowns, six attempts, 68 yards. So the guy did not bad, but then you had Gano uh, had nine, nine points, who was a kicker, and the Giants defense had 15 points. So then that means, because they had a f three fumble recovers, only 12 points allowed, six sacks, so that was actually defense came together. Darius Slayton only had two point one taint uh points. So it's kinda like spread out throughout the entire mostly the team, you know. So they're not up against much, but I think their two most dangerous weapons at the moment or I mean if Daniel Jones develops more. Uh is just Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, you know? But their defense seems pretty good. So I think the Packers better watch out for that. Now, now let's get into the Packers because I'm excited to see. So Aaron, because Aaron Rodgers had this past week had two touchdowns, one interception, 251 yards. Aaron Jones had 14 points 110 yards 16 attempt 16 attempts AJ Dillon had 9 points 17 attempts 73 yards and like Ellen I already talked about Lazard and Dubs Tunyon had a touchdown 22 yards four tar uh two targets two receptions 10 points Packers defense eight their projection was eight and they scored eight Mason Crosby had a 
game-winning game. Uh, Christian Watson did good. Randall Cobb did good. So their, their four leading receivers actually did pretty good. Anyways, here we go. Uh, what do you think the Packers need to do to be able to face off and beat the Giants? Well, I think I think the uh, the game plan needs to be uh, sort of as um, as I was alluding to earlier. They need to be more aggressive. They need to come right out and set the tone uh, with the running game. But then, you know, get a little bit more involved in the play action that Rogers likes to to run. Um, you know, they 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 need to um, uh, be a little bit sharper. Uh, defensively, um, I, I do think though that you know, of course, of course, Saquon Barkley is going to be uh, tough to stop, but you can you can prevent him from from scoring, uh, obviously, um, and uh, it'll it'll it would help if you um, have a QB contain or QB spy, and, and, and uh, I, I don't think the Packers are going to let Daniel Jones walk all over them, uh, so um, I. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that uh, this will definitely be a um, sort of a, a bounce back game of sorts. If, if you thought that the Packers didn't play well, which of course, I don't think they played their best game last week, but they definitely could. Um, they, they definitely didn't play play bad. I, I thought last week, um, at least defensively. Um, the um, you know. Uh, I, I I like Adoree Jackson, who's who's one of the uh, defensive backs for the uh, for the Giants. Got to watch him play in college, but uh, he got burned several times against the Bears, um, and so he'll be somebody that I think Rodgers is going to pick on, um, and uh, and and yeah, um, yeah. I, I I don't I don't see the Giants um, posing much of a threat um, in this game. Of course, the London. Uh, the London crowd and the travel and all that could factor in and make this a closer game. But I, at the end of the day, I don't think uh, it, sh- it shouldn't be much of a sweat. And, uh, and, and then there's a, uh, you know, it, it should be an opportunity for, for some, some guys that we haven't seen step up to step up. That would be nice. Uh, I like that Tanyan got involved in that game yesterday and uh, it would be nice to see more of him. I think he, he actually is even, even when Devontae Adams was around, uh, Tanyan was uh, one of Rogers' favorite targets, and he was hurt all of last year. You know, 100%. so Tanyan being back will be huge. Oh yeah, definitely. What's your opinion on Bakhtiari being back? Um, well, I'm sure as you know, it's it's uh, pretty important to have one of your your best uh, offensive linemen back. Uh, for 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 all the uh, um, experience he brings and the toughness and and uh, um, so yeah uh, you know really important leader in the locker room and just a good guy to have back so I think you could definitely see his uh, his influence um, already and I'm sure just having him around for a full full uh, 18 games will be um, much. Uh, much better full 17 games we will be a much improved uh uh situation for them oh yeah for sure it's very exciting that back back tr is back he's back <laughs> um yeah i'm 
excited for that because they've been switching him in and out so he doesn't so he gets playing time but not too much because they want him to ease in because he's been easing in because you don't want him to get injured again because he's he sat out for an entire year like almost two seasons and he only played one game and that was week 18 against the Lions and it was like a win-lose game and didn't matter they would still be the number one seed and win the division well like like we were talking about earlier the division I think it might be I think I mean obviously they don't need to get have a winning perfect record to have the number one seed. I don't expect that from them this year. You might might agree with that. But I think it's going to be this year uh, between the top three NFC North teams, it's going to be a little bit tougher to win the NFC North. If Could you kind of, could you see what I'm saying there? Yeah, I, I think if, if if you're talking about the sense that Minnesota has improved, uh, I think that's definitely true. Um, but then again, uh, I just think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be very shaky and inconsistent. I think as long as you have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, you're never gonna be um, a Super Bowl contender. So, um, uh, and you know, like I was, I was hoping to see something more from Dalvin Cook in that game, and pretty much got nothing from him. So that was that was. Um, you know you can't you can't just only rely on Justin Jefferson uh, to carry your offense. So, um, uh, I, I I so I really still think the Packers are in the driver's seat. It's their division to lose. Um, you know you you did talk about the schedule and and uh, um, you know that that uh, that that game against the Eagles um, coming up that Sunday night game. Uh, I believe it'll be like the the weekend after Thanksgiving. Um, should be should be fun um you know uh but yeah i i really this this uh i you know i i i'm sure they'll they'll, they'll probably lose some i mean I'm, they already did lose a game they should have won in that first minnesota game but uh i can definitely uh i i definitely don't see um you know more than two or three losses here if i'm if i'm being you know uh even even really uh really uh, scrutinizing their their chances here i just don't see um maybe maybe this rams game or the eagles game or possibly the the cowboys game or the bills game so maybe there's maybe that's four more losses all year but i I don't see i don't i really don't see it um they should they should win uh the majority of these games and uh so it'd be great if they were the number one seed again but i don't i don't think they need to be to win the Super Bowl, I think they, I think they can still, you know, get in there as the two or three seed, and have a good, have a good run, kind of like how the Giants did when they, when they were a Super Bowl contender. It was, it was, that was, that was, that was, the, that was the same thing. thing. That was, that was how it was won twenty ten. The problem with the Packers, one of my, even though I'm, I'm, I really like the Packers. I'm not a diehard Packers fan. I do love the Packers. But one, but one of the problems is, is they're, they're too focused, focused on, winning. on winning. I mean, obviously, each NFL, each NFL team, an entire, an entire point, point, you want to win, win the game. game. But if, but if, 
But if, but if, 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 if mainly, if mainly what, you're what you're mostly thinking about is winning, then you're not going to get anywhere. That's probably, That's probably why, why they haven't moved upon, moved upon from past NFC championship, championship or the divisional, divisional for three, for three years, in years in a row, you know? And you've only, and you've won, only won only 13, 13 games in a season. So, yeah, so I, like, I agree. Like, talking about the schedule again, I feel like if they were to lose a game, it would be to the Bills. The tit- the ti- um, um, no, the, no the, I, I'd say the I'd Titans, say the Titans be would be a win. Because the, the Titans are bad. bad. And Derrick Henry is not as good as he used to be. be. Um, so, Titans, Titans would be a win. So, their tough, tough games would be the Bills, Bills Eagles, and Rams, and, Rams, and, Dolphins. and Dolphins. So, those four, so those four teams, teams, depending on how the Dolphins are, because at the moment, the best two, they... uh. Throughout, throughout um, um, week, week three, three or, was week or was it week two, two that Jalen Waddle and was it week, was it week two or week, two or three, week three that Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill both had over 150 yards? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I think I know it was the game uh, against Baltimore. It was. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's exciting to see what the Packers are gonna do. So Ty Tyreek Hill, that yeah, that was that was week two. Week two where Tyreek Hill had one hundred and ninety yards and Waddle had one hundred and seventy one. Yeah, I'm. Those two, and also, where I th- I think me and in my opinion, I'm waiting to see and who the other NFL wide receiver duo will be very good in the NFL because I haven't seen another two NFL wide receivers on a team that have been very have had good chemistry and very good chemistry with the quarterback so in my opinion there's no other there has not been a good another good nfl wide receiver duo yet you know what i mean that can match waddle and hill together to tua even though the problem with tua is they've there was drama about him forcing to play but that's that's I don't want to get into that because that's just it's too much to think about, you know. Yeah, well, it should be a fun, fun week of games to watch here. So, um, what's your prediction for the score? Ooh. So I definitely don't think it would be like a twenty-seven twenty-four game like against the Patriots. I obviously think the Patriots are. A better team than the Giants, not a lot better because they're not gonna, they're not gonna be as good as they were last year. Definitely not. So, I would say maybe like a since it's in London, I'd say 
21 to 10. Okay, I, I think I'll go s somewhat along those same lines. I'll say 28 to 7. Packers. Not bad, not bad, not bad. I I, I don't, I, I think that would be not a bad guess. Uh, anyways, along the lines of that, I'm... Uh, now, thank you, Stefan, for coming on. Uh, is there anywhere they can find you on social media, Instagram or Twitter? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I, I prefer you don't, unless you really want to see what I do for my for my real job. Um, but if you do want to see that, then my my Twitter handle is at Stefan J Modrich. And uh, yeah, this was fun, Pete. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, so I'm happy that he was on, and now I'm just going to kind of do an explanation of why the the name of the podcast has changed. It's still the same podcast in a certain way, so obviously I'm going to still continue going with episodes. That won't change anything. It was called, it was a Peter and Sebastian NFL podcast before, but it's still still technically my podcast um going going forward so it's still episodes because there's still nfl episodes coming out so to the to the end of it there there is probably packers podcast and just talk about packers and um talk about the other nfl teams that they're gonna play and see what they were facing up against that's why obviously me and my brother and i talked about that but or I don't always have to talk about the Packers just because it's called the Peter Modrich Packers podcast, pa Packers NFL podcast. I just, I think that's, that's where it's at right now. So that's my ex explanation. Anyways, thank you for joining me uh, for episode four, the first, uh, the future for uh, the final naming of this podcast of the i don't know what 10 different names <laughs> anyways this has been the peter motorich packers nfl podcast thank you for joining me you can follow me at uh you can follow me on instagram and twitter at p-e-t-e-r-m-o-d-r-i-c-h on Instagram or Twitter, like I said. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for joining me again. Goodbye.